Bandwidth for this week in photography is brought to you by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This Week in Photography is brought to you by Drobo. Find out how you can get your own Drobo at drobo.com slash twip. Hey everybody, welcome to our one year anniversary of Twip. Yay! One year, one year, one year. And they said it wouldn't last. <laughs> That's, isn't that uh, one year is seven years in podcasting, isn't it? Like one it year. sure in feels like years? it. People years? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, that's Steve Simon. Oh, sorry to jump in And there. this is, we have the, the original crew is here, plus, plus extra. So we have Steve Simon. Who, I'm here in San Francisco in this in episode amazing one. studio. I've, I've never sounded quite like this before. This is pretty exciting. <laughs> his, yearly, <laughs> like his yearly San Francisco migration. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, it, wasn't, it wasn't quite so nice the last time. We were, we were just sitting on a stage trying to not have feedback. Yeah, we've, so. we've upgraded here. Yes, this yes. is fantastic. Also, Scott Bourne. Hey, everybody. And uh, yeah, I, I remember grabbing Steve and saying, we're going to do this thing called a podcast. He goes, what's a podcast? I said, never mind. It'll be fun. <laughs> the rest is history. And we went up on the yeah. stage and it was Macworld Mania. And now we're in the comfort of the Alex Lindsay pixel cordum and, uh, and, and everything is fine. It's yeah. pretty plush here. Very nice. Thank like you. It. Thank you very much. And uh, Fred Johnson's also here. I am here. You know, you said this is the one year anniversary. Does that mean this is like a marriage and it's going to be over in three years? <laughs> we'll get that three, or is it a seven year itch? It's something. It's something in, starts in, itching somewhere. In two years, in two years it becomes hard, and then in seven years it becomes harder, and then after that we're fine. And then all, all your self esteem is gone, and you just succumb. Yeah. And, you, and, you, and, you, and everybody stops listening to everybody. Fred, yeah, Fred, we got to work at this. And uh, this. moving on. At what point do we get separate beds and all that? <laughs> Uh, right now. <laughs> okay, he's scaring me. He's scaring me. Fred, Fred, really enjoying the Twip Hotel room. All right. <laughs> there was some comment. I can't believe we can all fit on a king. You know. <laughs> All right, there goes no, the leave, PG rating. Leaving it right there. <laughs> leaving it right. And Scott's here too to moderate, and we're still I'm going not, off topic. Hey, I'm just I'm just riding in this car just like everybody else. <laughs> and Scott's giving up. He's and, and also and also here, Lisa Batney. Hey, Lisa. Hello. I, I feel like I'm interrupting something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Should I should I just leave? So you no, can... you, you misunderstand, Lisa. You're the interruption we've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> we need that disruption. <laughs> And uh, and you are fresh back from Australia. I am. I am. I, I just wanted to really focus on my photography. And so I did sort of a holiday slash photo trip and shot everything I wanted to shoot and sort of built up my portfolio. And by you, 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 shot, you shot a kangaroo with a I, camera? Yes. <laughs> did you eat a kangaroo? That's what I want to know. No, I didn't. And, you know, every every tourist shop was selling um, little bags made out of, of kangaroos nuts. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a camera bag right there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Moving right. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> looking at the ground. Hello. <laughs> uh, like not to be a camera bag. I already brought up nutsack. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're better you than us. That's you all I'm saying. Send your email to mostlylisa.com. <laughs> <laughs> Do not send me emails complaining because I will delete them. Send them to mostlylisa.com. Oh, like they haven't heard it. So, uh, 
Moving right along, we have we want to remind everybody that we still have the linking contest on TwinPhoto.com. Uh, and, and Scott, you've got some great prizes for folks. We we do, and we're going to pick the winner as soon as I get back from MacWorld, and then we'll do another contest. We're giving away a year's training, Linda.com, and some free books. Excellent. Sweet. And 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 the Aperture Nature Photography Contest continues. Well, it's 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 closed at the moment, but it's about to reopen in two weeks for the third phase. Young Steve Simon and I are on our way to Yosemite next week to uh, teach the second workshop. And then the third workshop will be in April at Yellowstone. And then we're going to have that contest again. Now, you know, you know isn't, isn't, isn't it Yellowstone that's having more earthquakes right now? Yeah, and we're, we're trying to time it so that we're there, <laughs> You're there during when, when... the volcanic eruption so everybody gets really great shots. Yes. <laughs> it could be their last ones, but really yeah. great shots. Well, we're not saying they'll get home with those shots, but they right. will, they, they will yeah. find those bodies with yeah. the cards in Well, them. the key is to put fireproof yeah. Make sure you're really, really heavy-duty fireproof yeah. casing for the for the camera. So, so even if you're yeah, not left, that would help. Yeah. We if will I, have the contest to determine who gets to go on that yeah. starting in about two weeks. Yeah, and bring your 300 to 800, I think. I'm bringing my 3 to 800. And I'll be saying stuff like, you all just get a little closer. <laughs> I've got the long lens. <laughs> so I'm wondering, Steve, um, last Aperture Nature Photography Workshop, um, I felt like you were spending a lot more time photographing the actual photographers that's true that's so true. when everyone you know there's a large row of, of people pointing the, the nice sunrise and, and, and you're I'm photographing the people photographing yeah I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more of a nature photographer yeah, but I, I just think... we had him in front of the Grand Teton range of beautiful light and he's like oh look at that look at the, look at, look at the shoes that Scotty's doing <laughs> it's the New Yorker and Steve yeah yeah here. but I'm, I'm, I'm coming around I really okay. am I'm, I'm looking forward and, to and this he, and he was he was surprised that it was cold. Well, I'm Canadian, so is Lisa. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of an indoor guy. But nature happens mostly outdoors. Well, you realize, that, you realize that we are going to be in Yosemite in the winter now. I hope you brought a coat this time. I, I did, as a matter of fact. Thank and you know, I've never been to you. Y- I used to call it Yosemite, but I was corrected. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Yosemite, but I'm really looking forward to it. No, Yosemite's that <laughs> stuff that you get uh, in Australia and you put on it. Oh, no, that's oh, Vegemite. Okay, okay gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But yeah, thank you for mentioning it, Alex. We will have the contest open in a couple weeks. It's free to enter and free to go if you win. In the news... Canon uh, post firmware update for e- the uh, 5D Mark II, mm-hmm. and it is uh, it it is supposed to address the the, the shortcomings with the quote unquote black dots. So uh, black now, dots. interestingly enough, it doesn't say that it fixes and eliminates. It says that it improves and mitigates. Now, mm. you you had a you had a 5D Mark II, Scott, right? I did. Now, did you ever see that problem? In I did. Camera? You did. However, I've tested other – some students of mine have had the body and they didn't. I do believe it's an intermittent problem. Hmm. I also had the S-RAW problem, which, which was uh, another issue that this is supposed to address. And Canon has been very forthright about this one compared with other issues they've handled in the past. So I'm, I'm encouraged and hopeful that this firmware upgrade will help. But I do think Alex has hit the nail right on the proverbial head. The language is very specific and carefully chosen. They're not saying they fixed anything. They're saying they've Improved. mitigated. Mitigated, oh. which is kind of like a you know they they figured out some way to basically black balance or, yeah. or gray balance the the card to get kind of make to to interpolate those pixels. But that's oh. lawyer talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, and there yeah. are people. Let's be fair. There are people for whom this would never be an issue. Right. Do they know how widespread the problem was, or is it? They're not saying. But if you, for instance. Uh, Lisa and Steve and I, when we were, we were in Tetons, we 
some of us messed around with shooting star trails and star mm. photography. That mm. would have been a case where you would have definitely noticed this mm. because anything with great specularity, translation, anything really bright, creates these black spots. Now, if you're the kind of person that just shoots a nice average light and you don't ever have specular highlights to deal with, you would probably never see this problem. So there's no re- to, reason to be mm. concerned. You know, when you spend a lot of money on a machine, I mean, people expect yeah. perfection. There let's is, face there, it. I mean, yeah. you want it to there be. Is, and I, I wouldn't even call that perfection. I mean, that's just competency. You know, I don't. I, <laughs> I mean, when you're talking about optics here, I'm not slamming the camera. I think it's an absolutely wonderful camera. But I think when you're talking about optics and photographers that are looking at these pristine, gigantic digital files that have issues with them, mm-hmm. you know, that it's not asking a lot to not have those issues. Well, what, what, I'm, hope, what I'm hoping is, is that after people do this firmware update, they'll come check in with us, Alex, and tell us, do, in their opinion, yeah. how, how good a job did it do. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it is the 50th year for Canon. 50th year. This year, the 2009 marks the 50th year. It'll be May is, I guess, the, the real uh, birthday. 53 million SLRs sold in the last 50 yeah. years. Wow. That's like one more hamburger than McDonald's has sold. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> how many people are on the planet? It's like, how many people are on Earth right now? Oh, Four five, billion. Five billion. Five billion. Five billion. No, 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 I think it's I think wait, near seven. It, the, it just went up. It's over seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. wait, what did wait, you wait, do wait, last wait. night, Steve Simon? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, I'm doing, I'm doing my part. That's all I have to say. So. <laughs> also, the... Okay, have you guys seen the SDX the SDXC code that was announced? Okay, so this week they need they need better names for this stuff. They need to consult with Apple. <laughs> Isn't that the new Ray Gun? Name. Okay, SD, this is the new SD card spec. Ah, okay, okay, okay gotcha. one terabyte, two, two terabytes, no. two terabytes. terabytes in an SD card on a tiny little. Computer. Talk about putting all your chicken no. eggs in one basket. Terabytes. Wait, on an SD card? That's really? Amazing. Two. Yeah. Terabyte. How much wow. does a human brain contain? How many terabytes? It One depends on the brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the alcohol. <laughs> um, it also read write speeds up to in the initial uh, uh, spec 104 megabytes a second, uh, with a roadmap to 300 megabytes a second. Now, the thing to realize is our RAIDs that we capture our big HD camera from run at about 300 megabytes a second. So we're talking about a little card that probably three, four years from now is going to be capturing at that speed. Uh, and we'll probably need that because the a new Nikon and Canon top of the line cameras will shoot at 150 megapixels. <laughs> well, you know, Red is you know Red is promising in 2010 261 megapixels. Yeah. So this will promises promises. Well, how, uh, how much does this card uh, cost, or do they know? No, one no, this million is, dollars. Not on, yeah. This is just the spec. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, oh, come on. It's like like a spec for the, the space station that everybody's going to live on or something, right? Yeah. No, but this, this is the spec for what, what, the, what, what the condos on the moon the, will the be. The consortium yeah. that manages the SD development, yeah. SD card development, puts this out. Like, this is how to make one of these. Right. And so that's the first piece of it. Like, this is how we're going to do it. And they've all agreed to it. And it's technologically feasible and all those other things. And then the manufacturers start working on they it. So probably, we're, this is probably an, a year ahead of when we're going to start seeing these. But it's... Gonna, no. com- I think, completely change. It's going to change hardware. It's going to change. Cha- well, well, what's great is certainly that it's still laptops, the same. right? Yeah, I mean, it, it it could. I mean, well, all of this stuff. I mean, we're, I don't need those stinking hard drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to, you know, Video very quickly, cameras? you know, we're going to be into the, you know, I have a two hundred terabyte hard drive rather than two hundred gigabyte. Hard drive. You know, but here's here's the problem though. As someone who's got gray hair, when I bought my Atari four hundred, what are those? <laughs> Thank <No>. you. <laughs> And, and I purchased my membrane keyboard, and I got my cassette recorder drive system, which took 20 minutes to load and offload. We had four kilobytes. 
Yep. Of RAM, system RAM. Wow. I programmed yeah. for that device at 6502 assembly language. And we used to say when the Atari 800 came out, this has 16 kilobytes yeah. of RAM. Nobody will ever need more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but we, we, got the, we got people to the moon with the computing power of like a digital watch. I know, but yeah. the point is, is that as the capacity of all these things goes up, the coders become sloppier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they just say, well, hey, there's all this room. Let's not worry about crunching the code. And you end up needing these devices to have yeah. that kind of storage. Well, but I think also the, the other thing, though, is that, I mean, I, I agree with you, but I think that we also are able to take advantage of what these computers are really capable of. When you look at, you know, yeah. a lot of times, uh, you know, we're held back because things are actually uh, not taking full advantage of the computer or whatever else is in front of it. And so that is the, uh, you know, this is this kind of stuff is going to make a big difference. And I think for, for storage, for photographers. Oh, it'd be mm-hmm. cool. The big yeah. thing is, is that, is that the, the drives you're putting on it now, two years from now or three years from now or four years from now, you can take all the drives that you own and put them on one drive in the future. And you Sweet. keep on uh, moving forward. And, and there's a, this is a, uh, an, a topic for another podcast. But right. when we look at technologies like ZFS, which is the, new, um, the, the ability to have a cloud – Basically, a cloud of drives. You could keep on adding these new high capacity drives to the front end, and have and migrate the data very easily to the from the from what you have now to the new stuff. And you and you're just constantly adding new drives to one end, pulling drives out of the back end, yep. and uh, and constantly moving that stuff forward. That's, that's going to be the new Mac yeah. storage spec. Yeah. I'm starting to worry about Y3K. It's just me. I'm a worrier. (laughs) So all this talk, it's going to be bad. I think think by 3K, there won't be any numbers. Yeah, Yeah, Steve, actually, I mean, all these guys that talk about how they store their photos, I mean, what do you do? I have a Drobo. Segway. Look at that. I have a Drobo. It must be time for our Drobo ad. (laughs) No, honestly, but this is the big question. How are we going to deal with all this? And and I was talking with a friend of mine. He said maybe the most archival – we've discussed it on the show. The most archival way of – for photographers to have prints, you know, because 100 years from now – I've been saying that forever. Yeah, I know you have, and that's probably where I'm getting it from. But it's it's You know, for me, me, where I'm going is two Drobos, one at home, one here, um, that are backing – you know, that are syncing to each other. Mm -hmm. And then what Mm -hmm. you end up with is I have two locations. I'm I'm thinking of splurging and actually going to a third location and putting one at my parents' house. Good idea. And then I have three of them, and then the key is just keeping them all organized. My biggest problem right now is I just have photos everywhere. So I'm trying to Mm – I I thought that my photo library could be part of my Drobo collection, and now I'm just – Getting a Drobo just for my photography. That's you know, what I have. I have, know, it's just, well, I have my Aperture library sits on one Drobo. I have a second Drobo, which contains the vault to that Aperture library. Mm-hmm. I have a third Drobo, which is wide area networked, right. that contains a copy of the vault, which is at my home, separate from my office. So right. basically there are three Drobos per Aperture library, and I have multiple Aperture libraries. Mm-hmm. So this system is, is in effect, though, six copies because each Drobo being yeah. redundant. Right. Uh, and and no, nothing's foolproof, but that's what. But I think the broader question, which really kind of I think Lisa is hinting at, is so when we've got two terabyte you know SD cards, how big are our Drobos going to have to be? <laughs> well, and what, what's great is we'll keep on seeing. I mean, we're moving away. I mean, physical uh, physical storage, uh, and what I mean by that is spinning hard drives. Maybe five more years, right? You know, ten years max, but probably five more years because the SSID stuff is is now picking up. So, so what fast. will happen is you'll simply take your high-capacity SD card and stick it in the newest version of the Drobo in 2015, which will just be a bunch of slots for those cards, mm-hmm. and then it'll do all the management be- it'll behind be the scenes. Wing bang. Now, the, uh, the uh, Drobo, of course, is 
um, a very easy and intelligent way to uh, to back up your stuff. You don't have to do RAID 5. You don't have to be a, a computer engineer to make all of that work. Uh, you can do up to 16 terabytes when the drives are available. And you can get $50 off if you're listening to this podcast. Drobostore.com. And you want to use the code TWIP, as in T-W-I-P. This is a limited time offer, and it's only available to people who listen to this podcast, Alex. And the offer does expire January 30th. So, Alex, what, where do you guys think, or all you guys, what do you think about, um, so backing up, my the way that my Drobos are set up right now, I had them, I had two that were sort of mirroring, you right. know, so I had redundancy there. But I'm sort of going Scott's way now, and I have one specifically for my Lightroom library, one specifically for my media, and I want to add a third one for my other everything files. Else. Yeah, right. everything else. But I, the redundancy that I'd like to build in there is in the cloud. You know, ideally, I want it all somewhere in the ether. And if I have some sort of catastrophe, I want to be able to go buy more Drobos and just mirror it all back down. The only I mean, thing, how far are we away from that? I mean, it's available now. I mean, there are, there are definitely companies that do it. The problem is, is that when you start getting into multiple terabytes, that's when it gets expensive to put it on the cloud. Yeah, it'll you be know, like Y3K by the time all my data gets up there. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, and, that's true. and now the, the and, and that and that's also a function of bandwidth, which is changing dramatically too. I mean, we're we're you know the way we have all of that stuff being able to upload and download. I think that, um, but it is it for photography. It's actually do, more doable because if you're not if you're only taking let's say a gigabyte or two, well if you're only taking like five or ten gigabytes a week of data, which is about my average. I run between five and ten. Um, gigs a, a week of, of photo, uh, photos. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't think about it that much, but yeah, I, I, just, think I, I had a Commodore sixty four back in the day, you know. <laughs> so, right. so like, <laughs> but 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 ten gigabytes for me to upload would take you know I, if I did it overnight on a Saturday night, it would be done on Sunday morning. You know, I mean that, that's the you know with with my connection. So it, it's something that you could do once you got caught up. It is the it's the catching up part might, that might take six months to put it in, and it will be expensive to store that much data in the cloud at the moment. Yeah. Um, but that's where. Amazon wants to go. That's where Google wants to go. That's where they want to be able to provide that that storage. But it's going to cost you a lot of money. My thing right now is is to just get Drobos in different locations in the United States. Make your own cloud, right? Yeah, my own little cloud. Yeah. Um, and the chances you know, of it, the chances of, if if all of those points fail, then everybody's already screwed. Yeah, we're all dead. But you know, I've, I've, <laughs> I use good old fashioned tape drives Ooh, in my Minnesota server farm. Oh. Right. So we still have oh. tape drives, and I have. I simply do you know good old automator script that will upload my important files right. via the internet to my server and they're stored on good old fashioned tape drives right and then we got a guy that changes the tapes every 14 days and you know right. and and eight track tapes no those are bernoulli bernoulli style <laughs> okay. i'm not familiar with the tapes they and, upgraded and, from the punch cards and and i think that that is still a very viable solution when you particularly juxtapose the cost of that across what it would cost to store the same amount of data in the cloud. But I do believe, like everything else, that will become affordable. Yeah. And you could use what you could do, and an interesting strategy, Fred, is to mm-hmm. take your best 100 images, yeah. your top 100 sellers. Mm-hmm. Those go in the cloud. You know, yeah, you definitely taking, your, 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 taking all of your raw photos and putting them up there is, is, one, is painful. And mm-hmm. but, but taking all of your selects, <clears throat> the ones that I really don't, you know, my family, my family stars, photos yeah. and the five stars and putting all those, that's totally doable. Yeah. So this you're, is, you're saying use the cloud as sort of a safe deposit box. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. I think that's yeah. a don't good Don't put your point. whole house in there. Just <clears throat> put <Yeah>. jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great point for photographers, this whole selects idea, because, you know, we've got so much gigage worth of stuff, but really... If, if something bad happened, it's the selects that really we want to – so right. we, we need to be able to, to get our selects in one place. And that the selects we can put in a lot more – it would be a lot easier to put oh, the it's, selects It's affordable. Everywhere. I mean my, my .Mac account has 
you know, 32 gigabytes or something. And you can expand it quite affordably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I use. I use my, my .Mac account mm-hmm. is, a, is for my cloud-based here are my, you know, my cranes in the fire mist. Yeah, cranes yes. in the mist. How many places is that? It's about twenty five places. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> tell including, us about cranes in the mist, Scott. No, 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 no. I, I can't. There's only nine left. I don't need. I, I don't want to cause a rush. He's I good. He's crank good. the price up to thirteen. I, I actually carry in my bag here. A, a thumb drive with that as well, just in case. <laughs> well, in case you have to really leave is. the country with your cranes in the mist. <laughs> exactly. you know, in case exactly. there's a nuclear holocaust, I'll get one photograph. That's right. <laughs> oh, Lisa, how are you backing your stuff up? What do you, what do, you do? Well, this is the thing. For those of us with only one Drobo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you I, only have like, one Drobo? How'd you get past security with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, like Steve, I, I do my, my top. I actually go through all my photos, and now I'm almost, I delete my bad stuff. I get rid of it. I mean, I've been talking to a lot of photographers, Nicole, actually, yeah. and, and she says that she keeps absolutely everything. Because she's under that philosophy that, you know, sometimes your mistakes make beautiful things. But mm-hmm. um, Or you never know when you've got Monica Lewinsky kissing somebody. That, but, yeah. yeah, that's, that's where Before that comes she was from. Known. But if you've got, you know, a blurry kangaroo... I mean, there's yeah. pretty much nothing you can do with that. So now, wait a minute, we're going to get email from the blurry kangaroo <laughs> constituents. <laughs> How many gigs did you shoot in Australia? How long were you there? Uh, five weeks. Wow, that was a long time. It was. It was a beautifully long time. Fantastic. <laughs> nice. And the weather's just like it is in Canada during that time of year. Oops, no. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> it was a little bit warmer. <laughs> yeah, I had my first um, warm Christmas. Nice. And and they really it really confuses me down there. Um, Santa Claus is wearing a Hawaiian shirt and and some flip flops, and and they have these. Uh, I'm busted, <laughs> Scott. Yeah, another revenue stream for you. <laughs> Santa, I didn't get that D3X, and I was a good boy. Yeah. So what, what's the problem? Uh, you know, there's a line. Now we're going to have a new uh, a new feature on the show, Picks of the Week. They're, it's going to come up here in just a second, and I'm warning everybody here to make sure they're. Oh, thanks. And and but but we but first of all, we have fo- our photo assignment was last year. Last week we're, we're a little behind, but last week our photo assignment uh, that finished was humor, and our winner was the Big Boss by uh, Sharon Johnson, which was great. Um, definitely check it out. It'll be in our show notes. Uh, it's been up on the blog. It's right? on the blog it's right a now. Hilarious photo. Hilarious photo. No oh. relation to me, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> put that out there. That's right. Your pseudo name. There's more and than one Johnson in the world. A reminder that uh, Shallow Depth of Field is uh, open now. We were a little behind, but we got that got that going. So uh, definitely uh, start uploading uh, Shallow Depth your Shallow Depth of Field photos. And uh, we we also we're in a kind of a transition, so we it took a little while to get the poll up. But the the poll this week is what we were talking about last week, which is how many pixel, how many megapixels is enough? Two to four? One million. <laughs> exactly. It was two to four, five to eight, 10 to 12, 14 to 22, 24 and over, or megapixels, megapixels. It's mm. all about the composition. That's infinity, I think. Yeah. Mm. I go with megapixels, megapixels. You're going with that? Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, for... For a lot of the shots I'm taking, I mean, I'm putting them up on the web. I mean, I, I haven't really got into printing. It, it just seems like, you know, 
So it, it, the next I, generation is the next answer, generation. It depends, right? It depends right. on where you're where yeah. you're going to use these. If you're images. under thirty, you probably don't need any more megapixels than they had ten years ago. Yeah. If you're over thirty and you want to make prints, then you might want to think about most. Some most people really don't need more than. I mean, there's more than enough in today's cameras. You know, six to eight megapixels is probably fine well, for the vast. majority I was making of eleven by fourteen prints from the three point three megapixel. I know. Cameras. I know. Well, I, yeah. I mean, what I think would be a big seller is a is a three like a three megapixel camera that had uh, unbelievable light sensitivity. You know, if you just took you just took that and just and went you went kept on going where Nikon has gone and just gone all, went all the way there three maybe you know maybe a six megapixel or whatever but nothing more than six. Yeah. But just had you know you could turn it up to twenty five thousand and it looked like. 1600 or I think or 800. you would probably be able to get away with ISO 64,000 on something like that, Alex. And you know what? I'd buy that camera. Oh, my and gosh. I'd, and I'd pay five grand for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it would I be. Would. You've it, just thrown the gauntlet yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that would, would be. Maybe one. <laughs> <laughs> There's their market right there. <laughs> but yeah, taking the technology we have now and let's stretch it back out and give us a low megapixel. Because this is the perfect, yeah. the, especially for this generation where you're talking about. Uh, we're putting it on digital digital uh, uh, playback. We're putting it on our laptop. We're showing mm-hmm. it on the web. And what really matters is that it's not grainy and it's clear and, and everything else. That yeah. would be, I think, a huge... Slap some, uh, Does some anybody remember, technology into it. Right? Right? Anybody mm-hmm. remember the first Canon DSLR? Mm. Sure. The, was it the I 30D? Remember the names or the numbers were switched around. Why do they do that? It's... <laughs> So what's the current the D30? You, you, you have you have a what now? You have a twenty D. Yeah, a twenty D. It was a yeah. D thirty, right? It was the D thirty, and the numbers went the wrong way, and the letters switched. But it was a, it was D thirty, yeah. and it was three point three megapixels, and I had more than four hundred photographs that I made on that camera, published in books, magazines, yeah. and newspapers, and made many many eleven by fourteen prints, yeah. and the, and I and I never thought you know that it was bad. Now I have the twelve point two megapixels in the D three. I have four times the resolution. As far as I'm personally concerned, I don't need anything more than that, never will. And I just noticed my new Canon video camcorder comes with a 3.3 megapixel still camera inside. And I thought, now, wait a minute. Hey. You know, we might have the inverse of the D90 and the 5D Mark II. We'll take the little camcorder out and get a nice little 3.3 megapixel, uh, you know, still frame. Right, yeah. and and the, the, as I said, the, the big thing is just that low that low light sensitivity. I think is so much more important than the, the number mm-hmm. of pixels. And if cool. they made that camera with the low light sensitivity, the the lower megapixel count, it's cheap, and put HD video in it, then mm-hmm. you'd have a killer. I mean, and let you I mean, upload directly you, to YouTube. Because one of the things is while we talk about all these high end cameras, and we and I, you know in the Pixel Core we talk about big video cameras. Thirty percent of the market is now owned by those little flip HDs. Mm. Or flip, flip, mm. and flip HD mm-hmm. is thirty percent of the market. My wife has one. She has it really? sitting. She has it sitting in her diaper bag. Does anyone else have one here? I I don't have one. I have one. Oh, Lisa, I have, I have a couple. Yeah, I, have, I have one for playing. Yeah. It's just fun. You just pull it out and you can start shooting it, and that's the reality. I mean, that's you know, people having it now. I think is it's important. like having a Holga camera. Mm. You know, yeah. you, you know, you might have a D three, but you may also want to have a Holga just to do something funky with. Right. Nice. And now this is our new piece picks of the week. Dun, 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 dun. So, who should go first? Scott, do you have a pick of the week? I do. All right. And it's going to be this little guy right here. The LP Micro LED. And this is from... This is from I want panels. one. Say again? Light panels. From right. light panels. The model is the LP Micro from light panels. And it's a LED little catch light that fits in your hot shoe. 
and it has a switch on top that allows wow. you to turn it on or off and control the amount of light that emanates which from Which is it, important. Which it's is like important. stadium lighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's LED, so it doesn't get hot. It runs on simple AA batteries you can buy in any country in the world. It even has the ability to stick a gel in it. That is awesome. And it weighs, I don't know, 8, 10 ounces, about the size of a, a point-and-shoot camera. It'll provide a beautiful little catch light to you, whether you're doing still or video photography. Yeah. It's probably one of the coolest things I've literally ever seen, and I paid like 200, what, 200 bucks? It's like 250 bucks, I think. Yeah. That's nice. 250 yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, it, and, it is, and it lasts all, like, all day. Yeah. Well, you'll turn out and, well, I've had yeah. the batteries in that one all month. Well, but I mean, you can, I mean I, I, we've shot with it where we, where we have it on almost the whole day, and it's just like cooking along. And, and when you need to replace it, it's not some big expensive battery. It is double A's. You can have a couple of rechargeables that are sitting there and, and just and, and swap them out if, if you feel like it's not fully bright. But it is uh, – we have them for our video cameras, and it's just such a fantastic uh, little I mean, light. It seems like that would be great for the – what you have it on right now? It's got yeah, the D three with the low light sensitivity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have it sitting exactly. on the D three, and I walk around the trade show floor, and all I want is a catch light. I really just want a mm. catch light because mm-hmm. sometimes you know the lights are all funky in a trade show. We're all here at yeah. MacWorld, and you know, just get, turn that puppy yeah. on, get a nice little catch light, turn it off when I'm done. And you can dim it down to match can, the ambient exactly. light, which is really and, nice. and you're not taking photos and, and seeing how the flash reacted. You are just seeing what yeah. it's going to look like when people when are, you look through the lens. That's what it's going to look oh, like. Right. And, yeah. and the people, uh, they don't get a flash effect, so they don't, you know, they don't blink. Right. Um, I, I really suggest that even if you're a point-and-shoot shooter, this right. could be the only light you would ever need. Yeah. And for those yeah. who are intimidated by flash, mm-hmm. this is an excellent choice because most people who use flash are going to need to use it fairly close, Steve. I mean, yeah. you know, the yeah. guy that sits up in the top row at the Super Bowl <laughs> thinking he's illuminating the 50-yard line, he's just yeah. realized that didn't work. But, Scott, you have a 14 to 24. It's not going to cover a 14. No, it, no it's not going to cover the 14, yeah. but it will cover the 24. Okay, great. Because basically what it's going to do is I'm going to use the 24 in pretty tight mm. to do a quick little gotcha. you know, trade show floor portrait. Right. And it's just going to give me the catch light that I need, or I'll do a product and it'll illuminate yeah, the product, yeah. you know, and, and give me, uh, you know, something that I can work with. But, you know, I, I have seven lenses in the bag, so the I, 14 to 24 may not stay. You can use that for light painting as well, right? Yeah. Oh, you absolutely can use it for light yeah. painting. It yeah. works really well for that, but you have to be very close because it isn't high power, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Now, they make other sizes of these, yeah. and, and I have some one by ones, some two by twos, <laughs> and the you know, Alex works with this stuff all the time. The old fluorescent bulbs, you touch those babies and bad things happen. Well, yeah, and, and we were, I think we have now 14 of them. 14 of the one by ones. Yeah, four, I didn't know you had that many. <laughs> yeah, so Four, we, 14 of these? No, no, the, no big, the bigger, the bigger ones. ones oh. uh, of the one by ones that, that we have from light panels. We've eliminated all of our, all of our incandescent, you know, bulbs are gone. You mm. know, so all of the, the big, heavy, the big, Hot lights mm. are gone. We have some fluorescence that we still use for our green screen, but we've moved completely to LED, and we're trying to move everything to LED by the end of this year, uh, just because it, it from power consumption as well. The biggest thing for us is heat. Yeah, you yeah. know, heat yeah. and portability. These things are so light. You know, especially if you're lighting a studio. The other thing is, is the larger ones. You can um, you can get these little scissor clips and pop them into a, a drop ceiling like we have here, and just kind of throw lights up wherever you want. And so instead of building a grid or anything else, mm-hmm. you literally can just use the drop ceiling you already have, and just that that is your grid. You know? cool. and, and they're light enough that you can do that. So, have I seen you use um, that with your little HV twenty to record? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. That's yeah. when we when we when we shoot on on uh, on on the floor, we we throw that on the HV twenty, mm-hmm. and it's great that's um, for cool. that. So any any anytime you have a hot shoe, it's great, fantastic. All right. Fred, all right. Well, we are in what Mac World Week, which is why we're all in the studio. And you know, I got to say it, and it may be controversial. I'm just saying that 
but iPhoto. Mm. Good pick. <laughs> iPhoto would have to be my pick. Face we'll, recognition. Face recognition speeds mm-hmm. in, in, in the integration with Google Maps with the, uh, <sighs> the geolocation stuff in there. I think that, that stuff is – you haven't seen that before? I think, I think Scott – who thought we were crazy? Aaron and I have been geeking out on geo geotagging for a while, and uh, I think and Scott thought we were nuts. Yeah, but now now it makes sense. Well, I yeah. said you heard me say it during the keynote. I said now geotagging has a purpose for me because this places feature that you're talking about in yeah. iPhoto now you, with the cool animations and the way it ties together with the slideshow, it actually is of some benefit rather than <laughs> this many minutes in North. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's out of that. It's out of that geek room, and I think iPhoto as the consumer killer photography application is it's it's, you know, it's no longer the killer it's the slayer yeah it's the slayer and I <clears throat> excuse me ironically uh, or I don't know maybe it was planned uh, Google released Picasa for the Mac as well so Picasa is now available as finally the really the only true competitor to iPhoto but iPhoto has kicked it up so far yeah <laughs> just like, you know so and hopefully we'll see some of that iphoto technology the face recognition stuff a la facebook whatever move into some of their pro applications like like well i mean i, I know sitting, sitting there looking at aperture now i'm kind of frustrated because man i swear paging I so, joe shore yeah i want paging so, joe shore I, I so want the the, the face recognition the oh, the I things mean, are gonna happen so and, and to back up for people who haven't heard about this Explain a little bit of the face recognition. So face recognition, if, if you're one of the few people that haven't used Facebook, uh, you, may not, you may not have seen it. But basically, it's, it looks face rec- facial recognition technology will look at an image and find the faces in it. Particularly, you know, everybody's face has similar features like a nose, a mouth, and two dots where the eyes are, etc. So it can locate people in there. And what Apple has done is it will remember what people look like and then allow you to search on that throughout your library. So if you have pictures of your child and you have 25,000 images like Alex of their, <laughs> of their child in their photo library, <laughs> you could build an album with just pictures where that person appears or, a you know, well, many and people. It, and it turns yeah. out that there's a whole bunch of little points on your face that it, it like a fingerprint. Yeah. There's a there's the distance between, you know, the inside and the outside of your eyes, the front of your nose, the the width of your nose. Um, and, and, and that you'll see that when, it gra- when you grab onto it, when you select a face, You'll see where it's grabbing the bounding box of the geometry, but there's a bunch of little points that if it can figure out where those points are, that becomes it's very specific to people. Yeah, um, the, the military's been using this for well, and they use it. They use it, it in the time. airports to uh, you know to yeah. compare your face against known terrorists as well. Right? Exactly, Ooh, so. exactly. So, but, so but let's let's be honest here. I mean, it, it's a little bit gimmicky. It is gimmicky, but well, I don't know. I don't know if it's no. gimmicky. I think it's just new, right? I think it's. Just, I think it's. it's a new I think technology. it's really cool, and 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 I think it's directed towards towards Consumers. the Facebook audience. Yeah. Um, and there's and a there's, lot of them. There are number but, one photo sharing site in the world. You know that, really? Right? No, more than Flickr. Yes. More than Flickr. More than Flickr. Exponentially, oh, I better sign up. I know. I'm yeah. Twittering. Well, you are not on Facebook, Steve. No, no, Let's not, not really. get started with okay, that because it's going to take four years. <laughs> Kicking and so screaming is, into the future. So, so for everyone, this is, this is episode one. <laughs> we, we finished the last series of the Drobo, the, the Drobo series, and now we are moving to Steve Simon. We, we, episode, this is episode three because Steve, episode one was Steve and Twitter. That's yeah. true. And now, then it was Steve yeah. and Drobo. And, and this season, we're going to talk about... Steve and Facebook. Social Steve. Today we've talked about it. In Next month, we're hoping that Steve will have created his account. <laughs> Steve will have 35,000 oh, yeah. friends next month. <laughs> you can't have more than 5,000. Oh. So maybe. Oh. Really? They There's kept it out at 5? At 5,000, yeah. Oh. It's kind did of free. Did you hit that, it? Lisa? Is that how you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know these things personally. If I look like, if I, hey, if if you and I looked like Lisa, we'd have five thousand friends too. I know. So so the uh, but the um, so you have the face recognition, and then there's also there's there's a bunch of stuff. There's geotagging. Face recognition, mm-hmm. um, and and the and the geotag. I mean, the ability to to have little maps. Yeah, you know, so you have Google Maps kind of inserted into iPhoto, and then you know what I didn't see. I was and I I hope they put it put this in iMovie. The ability to give it a location, and then you know how you do in the news and some shows where they like zoom into that location and then cut to the person on the street talking. Mm-hmm. They it's it is what they have. I don't think they have a zoom in like that. I think what they have is that if you're for a trip. What they built in was the ability if you if you're going from San Francisco to Harare, Zimbabwe, or whatever, they'll do an animated map. They'll do a little animated map okay. with a little, you know, the little uh, Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. So, so so anyway, it'll it'll it doesn't have and, the, the, and the as music, usual, no music. As, as usual with iPhoto, the third party developers will come out with cool things, additional slide transitions, additional usage of this technology. Well, yeah. uh, we haven't talked about the way the faces thing can be used directly in Facebook to help identify people, yeah. which I thought was cool. Yeah, right. So you take a pic- the demo showed an example: four girls in a picture, three of them known and named. Then the person uploads that picture to Facebook, and somebody else has the right to say, "Oh yeah, that's Annie." Puts that name in, and then that. This is the best part that dynamically links that photo back in the original iPhoto with that information, and now that name is there. So now, if I have more pictures of Annie in my library, they're now exactly. recognized. Exactly. Now that's cool. Wow. See? <laughs> the killer, killer consumer application iPhoto. But, but what if someone wrote Nutsack? And then all your photos are gone. You have the right to edit it. Because each one is unique, right? I think we now know what the I think I think we now know what the name of this episode is gonna be, Alex. That, that's a whole other kind of recognition that I don't think they're working on that. You know, I think I think that actually lost out at Cupertino at one infinite loop. There was like faces yeah. or Yeah, I know. Yeah, so uh, so far that that could go. I can just, you got to kill it right now. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I can. I mean, but honestly, um, I mean, you you used Lightroom Aperture. I mean, are you really going to take your photos then into? Well, for my my for my for my Lightroom library, I don't think that I would use that technology in there because I use it in a, in a very different way. But uh, you know, I'm considering. Using iPhoto when it comes out for your at the family end of the albums month. for yeah for all my my point and shoots the party stuff you know all mm-hmm. that why not just put that in there and let it do its magic on those you know the model shots and and photo walk stuff yeah probably not that'll stay in Lightroom it's targeting yeah it's, it's, but the is a consumer product yeah but especially I mean I've had a lot of uh, times where I'm the only one that shows up at a family get together with a big camera. And so I'm taking lots of photos of a lot of people, and then they want the photos because I'm the one that had the big, the big camera there. And that is where it's really easy, like, just show me everything with my mom in it or show me everything with, um, you know, Aunt Helen in it. And, and boom, it's, you know, it'll just grab all those photos. I can select a couple of them and then send them to them rather mm-hmm. than having to dig through them and figure out, especially with group shots. I think with single shots, yeah. you know, that you're taking all the time, but when, when you have group shots and you've already identified a couple of them, it just finds all the other ones that yeah. have that person in it. And, and we, we have that with behind the scenes. I'll have a – if I'm shooting behind the scenes, oftentimes a DP or a Steadicam operator will say, hey, can you send me some of those photos? Well, I can just take a picture of Pete once 
Yep. You know, and, and or or five times and and and, and identify those, and it'll, then it'll show me every behind the scenes that Pete is holding the Steadicam, and I can just then collect those and send them to him rather than having to deal with it. And yeah. I, I want to play with. It. I wonder how accurate it is. Yeah. You know, like it's going to get will better it get me before a party and yeah. after a party. Well, I mean, I, even, it looked different. Even <laughs> Phil Schiller said it's it's not perfect. But well, it's and, and but one thing we were, when when Craig Severson was on the uh, on MacBreak, one of the things he pointed out was that the more you train it, the more you identify. Images, the smarter it gets. And Craig you know, has had six weeks to play with it. Yeah, he was building training. And we asked him specifically how well does it work, and he said really well. Cool. And so it brings it's like up, genius then. Like yeah. the, yeah. But the other, the other quick thing, the other quick, the slideshows, we didn't talk about the new slideshow themes, yeah. that one breakout. I, I, I would them. buy, I would upgrade to iPhoto to get that slideshow theme if yeah. nothing mm-hmm. else were yeah. different. Mm-hmm. That is literally the coolest, the coolest mm-hmm. slide type of transition yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, it's going to come gorgeous. to Aperture, I'm sure it will. And this whole recognition and identifying people, mm-hmm. it's, it's really important. Have you ever gone, gone to like a flea market and come across a box of old photos? And if yeah. they're unidentified, I mean, they're fascinating, but that's as far as it goes. Yeah. But if you knew who these people were, then it becomes important. So it is important for <laughs> us for the future before Y3K that we make sure that we identify all our photos oh, so that, that well, the other, future generations the thing will you know who we that, are. Is that, that, that famous Monica Lewinsky thing. You, you, you could say, do I have I, – I was shooting at those events. Was Monica Lewinsky here? And you right. take, put a couple just photos in, identify it, and just feed – and then look at my, look at my library and make sure yeah. that in that event yeah. um, there was no – And, yeah. you know, there will be – Many uses for this technology. You know, if, if if Joe says, well, you know, I was injured at work and I wasn't doing anything and, and you know, somebody could say, well, let's take a picture of Joe and send him over here in the facial recognition system. People are using oh, this stuff yeah. in work. They're using it in medical. Right. Yeah. They're using it for lost kids. It's yeah. actually found yeah. a kid in Oklahoma. Wow. Um, there, there's a lot of applications. And here's what I think is going to happen. You know, even every basic point shoot now has the facial recognition stuff that mm-hmm. that allows you to zoom in on the face what will happen when that ties into iPhoto yeah. and you start doing stuff even in the camera that gets you ready so that it's all cross length and you yeah. know wow i mean it's i mean you could say you could say when i'm taking pictures i just i just want to make sure that lisa is in focus yeah, yeah. and then and then the camera just goes exactly. just just follows lisa around no matter where everybody else is you know, and it, it remembers lisa yeah. exactly and, and then during the party it keys in on Lisa. This is really mind-boggling. It is truly mind-boggling, and I don't know if it'll take ten years or twenty years or what what the ramifications of this this are. But right. this is this is this is this is going to be one of those things a lot of people yawn at today, right. or I might even think of as a gimmick. But you mark my words, ten years from now, it'll well, be a big deal. And the other thing is, is that the geotagging I think is going to make a huge difference in the acceptance of it in cameras. I mean, I think yeah. we're going to two years from now, every camera is going to have geotagging. Well, do you know what happened on the show floor, right? Um, the Sammy, Sammy's was down there uh-huh. selling cameras. Right. And right after the announcement, their entire stock of the Nikon P6000s, which have the built-in the geotagging, yeah. gone. gone. Just gone. Yeah. Wow! Just vapor, vaporized. Right. And, and these and the and the D seven hundreds and the D threes have a GPS uh, add on. Add on. Add on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't have it. So with for the just the last thing on the facial recognition stuff. So the way that when I saw the demo, when I saw the keynote, my. What I was thinking was, oh, my dad has entrusted me with this giant box of old family photos right. that I have to – I don't know all my you know, yeah. second aunt and this cousin and all this yeah. stuff. So I can get all that stuff and scan all the negative slides, whatever, get everything digital and then sit out with my dad yeah. <laughs> one day and have him identify That's most great. of the people That's... and then boom, they're done. See that yeah. – I, I, that's no gimmick to me. Yeah. No, yeah. that's true. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> so now, what's your pick? What's your pick for the for the week? Um, I think I'd like to pick iMovie. Nice. Yes. Um, 
only because the last one was was such a traumatic thing for a lot of people. <laughs> they fixed it, and they they fixed it. And I and I think like I use iMovie for my sort of mostly Lisa does silliness videos and they're hilarious by the way i've seen a few of those they're (laughs) hilarious (laughs) and i just want to do something really quick and you know i did use imovie 08 and you know i'd get halfway through the video and i'd be like oh right i can't separate the audio and the video and um because because iMovie HD had some some problems yeah. for me as well like uh, so for everybody for everybody um, so I did you know end up moving up to Final Cut Pro but sometimes I just don't want to deal with that and and I think it's going to uh, yeah it's 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 going to be near to my heart I think cool. with the application you know on a photography show would you use that for instance to make like a slideshow or something like that dragging stills into it and putting music behind it would that be something you think you could do with the iMovie um i might i might just use use the aperture or or the iPhoto but um what, what is nice is, is that with with iMovie you can export with iMovie 08, you can export from iPhoto you can export a whole library and it'll come in as a as a slideshow and then you can kind of tweak it mm-hmm. and now but the hard part was it wasn't enough to tweak with iMovie 08, it was a little bit difficult, but with iMovie 09, you're going to be able to tweak it. You're going to be able to add a lot more to it. You're going to be able to take advantage of a lot of the cool stuff in iMovie with your slideshow and really and really uh, do more, have a lot more control than what you'd have with iPhone. Particularly when it comes to titles and timing. And, and you know, you have, you have some music. You want to have a little music, and you want to have things change to the bar or change to the you know to the beat. You know, all that stuff. You can kind of tighten all that stuff. So how that the UI and I, and I, I just you know. I never really played with iMovie 08. You know, I either use Final Cut or Premiere Pro. But with with the the change in how they did the UI in that app, how I mean, is it intuitive? Can you use it? I mean, how does it, how does it work, Alex? Um, the uh, you know the the big thing is is that it takes a, you have to not if you didn't know another editor, it's really easy to use. That's the mm-hmm. typical the typical issue. It is the 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 real problem is is that for people who are used to a, a linear timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the uh, that's the thing that where it's difficult. It's difficult to get your head around. Um, the uh, but I think that for a new user who's getting into into video editing or a photographer who's getting into video editing, uh, I think that it's a much more uh, it's very fast. The one thing that I know about i you know iMovie 08 is I I try to do a video in iMovie 08 and then do the same thing in Final Cut just to get a sense of. And oh, yeah. <laughs> the time it took me to set the project up in Final Cut, I had edited the whole thing in iMovie 08. Really? In 08. In a high definition. In high definition. I had, just, I had done the whole thing. Everything was done. It was boom. It was done. You know, and, and, and that is the – now, the problem was is that where I could go with iMovie 08 was very limited. So that, that, uh, that quick edit of throwing everything together was, was really fast. And it was stills. It was stills that I was kind of playing with um, – so that's the you know that's the challenge. Uh, I mean that's what it, that's what it solves. The problem was is it was very limited. But again, we're seeing technology that we saw in iPhoto, mm-hmm. in iMovie 08. Um, you know, and the uh, well, we're seeing iPhoto stuff that we wish was in Aperture. Well, we're mm-hmm. seeing stuff in iMovie that we wish was in Final Cut, for instance. I mean, there's right. some of the stuff in motion, the stabilization, mm-hmm. the and that stuff you exists love that. in motion. You love that. You know, it's it's a yeah. It, stabilization is great. I, I think it's better for people who are um, shooting handheld with their little cameras mm-hmm. than for us. Have uh, you tested that at all? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we've tested it in motion. It's the same technology. Mm-hmm. The, the technology that was in motion that originally was in higher end application, uh, higher end technologies that Apple had purchased. The 
in motion, what happens is that's with long. a capital M motion. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, in, in, it's a you um, the uh, with a, with with what happens is you cook it. So if you have an hour footage, you just mm-hmm. cook it for a, uh, you're going to cook it for all night. <laughs> I mean, just to kind of put it in perspective, you're really? not going to just start playing with it. You're going to cook it. It's going to do each but if frame have, and doing its little math. It, right? it, it analyzes every pixel and figures out what direction the pixel is going to go, and then it. And then it, once it knows, everything's in real time. Now, if you're doing a short clip, it'll be shorter. Anyway, but iMovie, is, uh, iMovie and iPhoto are, are great, mm-hmm. which kind of segues into other things that we saw at Macworld. You know, what, it, what else was the... Uh, well, what, one thing that we haven't talked about that I haven't heard anyone like, call foul that was missing from iLife was iDVD. No, yeah. no, it's there. It's there. They just said they said we've done all this stuff with iPhoto and we've done all this stuff with iMovie and we've got iWeb and iDVD. Really? And I heard yeah, there was, was some there. market changes, some really good changes in iWeb, but I didn't hear anything about iDVD. So. Yeah, they, they didn't they, – well, they didn't say anything at the keynote. They kind of just skipped over. And it's fairly evident if you look at Apple's marketing. They don't think that making plastic disks of anything is the future. They're, they're moving to download, hence the MacBook Air, hence the iTunes store. I don't think we're ever going to see a Blu-ray. I don't think so. Either. Mac. I don't really? think – no, I think, no. I think they're kind of they're, – they're moving – they're not going to support it. They're not going to – and I think that a lot of that is, is a bandwidth issue that they just – once you hit about 30 megabits a second, that's what I'm learning in, in, at home, you really don't feel the need to have a piece of plastic. The, the main thing about this show isn't really so much there's a lot of photo stuff here, although Canon's here and Nikon's here and you know, HP's printers are here. There's, there's a lot of photo stuff here, but it's not, nothing new and nothing super exciting. To me, the main thing is, is that there's literally not a human being on the show floor without a camera in their hand. Yeah. I mean the amount of media that is being created here – yeah, is stunning. I bet one terabyte a minute. I, I would I would bet that the this year's media from the collective audience would outpace all previous MacWorld's media combined. I mean, in the keynote alone, every human being had a camera of some kind. Some people had two on the show floor. Everybody's got one or two or three cameras. You know, be really fun is to get a lot of people with iFi's. Mm-hmm. You know, in, at MacWorld, yeah, and have a have a, like a Flickr feed. That would be cool, and just have people just constantly find you know, and just or have all them these... dump directly into something like Microsoft's Photosynth thing. You know, oh, yeah. that yeah. would be really cool. Hmm. Anyway, to, sort of me, to me, that's Macworld. the big photo story at, the, at Macworld, Alex. Is after iPhoto, which I do happen to think is a big deal, uh, and a, and one of the reasons why people will continue to buy a Mac. But I think after that, it's just the number of people with cameras. I mean, so many people with cameras, so many people with serious cameras. I mean, a lot of DSLRs, not just point and shoots, and a lot of, I mean, a ton of G9s, G10s, LX3s, and uh, a bunch of Nikon 6000s now because of the geotagging thing. I've never seen so many friggin' cameras in my life. I mean, you know, we'd think of PMA, not Mac, Macworld. I mean. Well, and I think that it used to be that a family had a camera. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah. every, you, by the time you're five, you have a camera. Right. And, and a cell phone. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got your own And oftentimes phone, together. Which, which has a camera in it. Yeah, exactly. We're covered, yeah. yeah and your so pick. You haven't told us your pick. Uh-huh, so, yeah. Oh, you thought it was What's just going to be we had to make a We pick. started talking, and then I blanked out, and I couldn't remember what my pick was. I had something. Um, I, uh, ah. Should we come back to you? Let's go to Steve Simon for his pick. I didn't write it down, and then I didn't write it down, and I figured when Steve talks, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll remember what I, what I was going to pick, but uh, now I am. I have um, something else. I have something else. Um, a B, it's called BA Lens. It's a white balance lens cap. 
Have you seen these guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, these are great. I need that. Thanks, Lisa. Can I have that? Yeah. And and (laughs) so you just, it's for custom white balance. And for those of us who are a bit more picky than finding the whitest item in the room and custom white balancing isn't that, you just hold your camera up to like the the brightest light and then uh, click it and then you take the lens cap off and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's a fantastic uh, little little add-on. And now I remember what my that, – that was just the stall I needed. There you Thank go. You Congratulations, you go. Alex. Well, well, I have, so you can marinate on your stall a little more. I have a little a little pick. I, I might forget again. You know, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to it. Make some sort of mnemonic or something. Where am I? Where, where are you people? It isn't photography-related, but I've been waiting for this. So I've been waiting to get a sling box. Oh. oh. So sling, yeah. I read yesterday – um, apparently, in the first quarter, is going to release the iPhone uh, player for Sling. So now I can. If you don't know what a Sling box is, you it's basically a little box that you can plug into your your uh, how does like satellite feed? It doesn't, but I'm a photographer, so it's relatable. <laughs> Okay, okay. It relates to this photographer. So, so Brent, while you're Brent, traveling taking photos, you can this sling is, your this media. This is this week in photography. You know, I'm just putting it out there. This is personal. Okay, People want to know. People so, want to know. So my, my pick of the week um, is, uh, and, and we've talked about these in the past, but we, now that we have picks, I think that everything's fresh. I, we got an, I got a new Gorillapod uh, from uh, and the speaker bag, and I have a, which, which matches – my medium-sized Gorillapod and my little Gorillapod. And I realized, and I opened up the bag this morning, I was like, well, that should be my pick for the week because I have, all the, I have a collection of Gorillapods. <laughs> it's a little family. Gorillapods, I, I don't know what I did without a Gorillapod. Really? And if you don't have a Gorillapod, you should just go out and, uh, and get one. The, I mean, mo- the model we got was the DSLR, which is right. sort of their beefy one. The, bi- the big one, you can put a DSLR. And the thing is, you can take a DSLR, and you can hook it to a tree, and you can hook it to. And I was shooting behind the scenes, and, and I was doing lots of time lapse, and so I had this little Gorillapod with this little camera in in Japan, and I would wrap it around a safety rail, around a tree branch, around uh, a fence, around whatever was happened, whatever I could kind of get, whatever it can start to wrap around. It just got these little articulate arms that you can just kind of wrap it around stuff. I mean, I think all of us have one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and and it is it is just one of those things that um, I've I don't take. I have big tripods. But if I'm going to have a little tripod, I just it's just my Gorillapod at this point. So if you it's, don't it's have It's brilliant. That, it really is well-conceived, well-thought mm-hmm. out. They continue to work on the design add-ons. And uh, I, th- I think if you've got a point-and-shoot, there's no reason not to have a Gorillapod. If you have a handheld camcorder, there's no reason not to have one. And if you have one of the entry-level DSLRs, not the, I mean the D3 is a little heavy for, the, for that thing. But uh, the, the, the average DSLR will fit on the big Gorillapod just fine. And it gets you places you can't even get with a tripod. That's another aspect of yeah. that. Yeah, and the cool thing about it is that mine, I don't typically use it or I haven't yet that much to put my camera on. But I have a little uh, thing that I can put on the top of the Gorillapod to let me stick a uh, flash on it. So with the Nikon, Nikon yeah, flash I do that system, all the time. I can hang a flash wherever I want. It's wireless wow. and mm-hmm. boom. You know, I can it could go. be an LP micro holder. Yeah. There you go. So whenever you need some light, some you know, come actually, from you could wrap the gorilla pod around your head with the LP micro on it, and that would be sort of like a miner's hat. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, what? you do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just don't let anyone see you do it. That's the key to the Get operation. Your photo vest and a little fanny pack. And hey, why go. not? <laughs> Yeah. And flip flops. I'm going to geek all the way out, dude. <laughs> so there are our our, our first. Uh, pick of the week, but we're going to keep on doing that. So um, cool. if you have suggestions, 
course, go up to twickphoto.com. Let us know if you have things that you think we should be covering. Uh, we're going we're gonna to put that in. It's been very popular on MacBreak Weekly, and I thought we should, we should add it. I think we, we actually toyed with this once before. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. So we're going we're gonna to keep on moving through that. And uh, we have time for just a question or two. Um, so the, uh, here is the uh, first question is from Kelly uh, Pamquist. And she said, I have two small children. Uh, she said, my New Year's resolution is ambitious. I have two small children. I want to take a photo of them each week for the whole 2009. Um, if, I had, uh, if I had the time, I would love to take one day, um, but, I would, um, but I think I would make my kids hate photography. But my hope is to have you know, great memories 10 years from now. Any, any tips? Um, use a consistent background, you know, mm-hmm. as, just so that you can – really see the progression of the kids as you go along you know don't okay here's one in the front yard here's one in the backyard here's one in the swing set right you know and for that consistent background if she's doing like a portrait type thing i would just go to like walgreens or your local drugstore and get some uh cardboard you know the the construction cardboard whatever get a big sheet of that stick it to the wall stick your kid in front of it and boom i've had this i've had this uh this dream of, of, of trying to take pictures of my of my son you know every day or every once a week like on saturday we'd put him in front of a black background and take a picture of him straight on but yeah. of course then when he came i was just like oh, i'm overwhelmed and knowing you you'd probably do a morph that was the idea between <laughs> well actually actually what i wanted to do I, I was trying to set up a grid with four cameras yeah. so that it would take four you know um i you know four uh, oblique shots yeah. and uh, and then i was going to build a 3d model Wow. By the time you had geeked this thing out, he'd be 18. You know that. Right? I know. I'm almost done. Long as long as that morph <laughs> that morph didn't end in Jar Jar Binks or something like that. <laughs> well, in addition to I wish you wouldn't have said that. In addition to <laughs> And that's exactly why oh, I wish And he's that. out. <laughs> I think Fred's tip Fred's first tip is really very important because it's in background. The other one I'd throw in to sort of address the, the kids hating me thing. I don't know how old these kids are. But if they're old enough, I'd put the camera in their hands every time this happens as well and say, okay, now take a picture of mom. Yeah. Because now that's something they get to do. They get to participate. Right. And the and- big thing is, is there's no reason to – I don't – I think – and I think she's just asking about general photography as well. Uh, I think that, that you know, it's, it's not just necessarily like a portrait. And I think that one of the things that makes it easier is I know that when I was growing up, I hated my dad – getting us all like we'd be on a ski trip and go, okay everyone get together and we're like oh dad mm-hmm. and those are great photos to have but nowadays with with durable waterproof photo you know cameras i mean on top of whatever you have at home there's no reason not to have a camera in your pocket all the time and when you see a great scene happening you just pull it out and take photos yeah and you know i take i mean when i talk about the eight to ten gigs of of, of photos yeah. that i take a week about six of them are my son, you know. And it's, cool. You know, and, but but what happens is I'm just my camera is always sitting on the kitchen table, or on or on one of the counters, mm-hmm. and I just literally when I'm home or I in just between pick it up. the seats of a Southwest Airlines flight. That's just a little camera. I'm talking about the big camera here. So, uh, so, and, and I have my Alex Three in my pocket almost all the time. And so, anytime I see something interesting or anything I want to remember, I just take photos. Yeah, you know, and and uh, cool. and, and I think that that's having cool it idea. become part of that. Um, and if you take them for a long enough time, the kids kind of just get used to it. You know, that's the other thing is everyone gets used to t- having photos taken of them. If they and maybe you know, if you want to sort of combat that, oh, mom's taking another picture. Maybe have something mounted that you can show the progression. Like have a bunch of frames that are on the wall with some of them filled in as she builds this project so you can say hey little johnny we're going for slot number whatever now let's do that picture you know so they can actually see what's happening not just you know mom's annoying me again and taking time away from my playstation (laughs) portable (laughs) exactly 
exactly. I, w- I would get them involved. I mean, yeah. if like get them involved in in the process and and if you you know you take the picture and then you bring it up on screen and then sort of explain what's happening and 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 I don't I mean she didn't specify portraits or anything really serious she just wants to capture moments so right. I mean this could be candids it could be at a sports game it could be anything I mean it's just well, and it is important I think it really makes a big difference uh when you are taking pictures of your kids to take as many as you can per week because it really does turn out to be this great, you know, uh, collection of all this, you know, of all these pieces. And it's very easy to get out of that habit and then have a year or six months or three months where you didn't cover it. And especially when kids are young, you know, they change a lot. Yeah. You know, the first five years they change a lot. So um, definitely worth uh, worth taking, taking a look at. And, um, and so, and I think we are, with that one question, I think we are out of time. We've run to the end. We, the track has run to the end. We've had a fun been fun we'd like to tell we'd like to tell you uh where you can find steve he's just mysterious he, he just ran silent. out the door so we're not sure he no, threw he, up his hands and said i can't steve, work like steve this. had to leave had to had to leave because he has to give a class over yeah, he's giving a class over at apple uh, over at Macworld, and yeah. so we but uh, you can find him it. at steve simonphoto.com yes and uh and it's just steve simon on uh, the twitter on, on the, the, the on the twitter yep. and he always wants people to come visit steve he's enjoying the twitter he loves the twitter and steve's steve's following is growing very quickly and that's because he has cool things to say i mean yeah. twitter twitter's about things like his little buddy carson daly that he photographs and right and he always has interesting assignments so f- be sure to follow steve where can people find you scott well you know scottborn.com is now my collector all my live streams presences whatever you want to call them dump there all my blog feeds dump there scott born on twitter scottborn.com that's the best place to find me fred um my blog frederick van it's f-r-e-d-e-r-i-c-k van.com or on the twitters same name frederick van and and by the and, way they have a special this week two movers with the van for 59.95 oh, you gotta be that in there <laughs> why you had to go there born identity <laughs> You know, you Jason, know, you know that you know. <laughs> Born again? Shall I go on? <laughs> Keep it up. It helps people remember my name. I like it. Born free? Okay. All right. Born free. And, and you're gonna you're gonna do some huh. trip video from the from the show floor today, right? I am. I am. So I'm gonna be. hit the show floor with one of your professional Pixel Core camera crews. By the way, the Pixel Core camera crews are very impressive to me. Young young people who are very well mannered, polite, and I, I was thrilled to meet. Catherine Hernandez, I yeah. Oh, yeah, very, very accomplished young woman, and Tim and Tom, and and they were out with Doctor Kiki, and they, I did a quick stand up for them. Very, very, you're, you should be commended, Alex. They're, Thank you. They're, they're very, uh, you know, very cool looking, very, very competent, polite young people. Yes, we're you don't just... see that anymore. <laughs> you don't see that anymore. <laughs> I sound like my dad. Yeah, no, it's... get off my lawn. We're in my day, right? <laughs> We're pretty picky, you know, and uh, and we end up we, we have a lot of great people. They represent know, they represented you well. Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, Lisa, where can people find you? Um, on my website, mostlylisa.com, and on Twitter, Lisa Bettany, like Paul Bettany. Does anyone know who that is? <laughs> That's my only connection. B e t t a n y y. Yeah, who's Paul Bettany? <laughs> Seriously? I'll leave that there. I'll leave that there. Oh, come on. Check the Googles. Until next week, take that take that lens cap right off. Go out and take some photos. Take 100 photos this week. Minimum. That's your homework. Abuse some pixels. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye.